Welcome to Budai's podcast. It is really late at night here and we decided to broadcast uh, from a beautiful town called Aria Park in the Riverina. It's just such a beautiful place and uh, at night time the stars are just exquisite. It's so clear, the sky is just so beautiful and uh, the moon is shining bright. So what triggered this podcast so late? It was it was an impromptu podcast, and uh, what triggered it for us was uh, it was a long day. We were working on the tools, uh, still weeding, you know, just fine-tuning the um, cabin that we're uh, recording this from, and also the little bathroom pavilion that we've been working on so that when we continue to work on the Earthbag Studio, that we have somewhere a little bit more luxurious to work from uh, because before it was a little bit ramshackled. And uh, it's been exciting. It's been really interesting but really labour-intensive. And, of course, the body, you know, becomes very sore. Even though it's energised, the muscular system is um, on overdrive. So one of the ways that... I personally love to release that muscle, muscular tension is to dance and um, you know, <laughs> I'm in this tiny 1.8 metre by 2 metre cabin uh, with not a lot of room to move but we were listening to Donna Dolores' uh, Om, Om Tara and it was such a beautiful song and we were dancing to it, you know, Ganesh and I. Lord Ganesh and I just get up and dance all the time. But as we were dancing to this, Tara popped in, as she does, you know. And one of the things that came about as we were dancing was Hanuman then popped in. And Hanuman's just such a beautiful being, you know. He's um, our water diviner. He's our rainmaker. He's he's so much on this in this project that we're working on. And... He wanted to come and share himself in this journey on this podcast. And so he said, right. So we were actually going to bed. <laughs> so he said, no, let's do this now. But Tara, as we were dancing, became the visionary um, existence. And Om Mani Padmi Hum, the jewel within the lotus, it was just such a beautiful flow in to a Hanuman showing up. And so Hanuman wanted to talk about being the rainmaker. And, you know, there's many stories about uh, Hanuman, an avatar of Shiva or an embodied energy of Lord Shiva or is Lord Shiva in a, in a different um, way. And, so, and, you know, as we all are in so many ways. But Hanuman being the wind god and his essence is so gentle he's <laughs> he's very alluring as a being he's just he's lovely he's warm and he's sitting next to me as 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 we're talk, as I'm talking of course Ganesh is on my lap as the laptop is on my lap and he wanted to share what it is to be the rainmaker you know in this world there's much 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 to do about um planting trees and greening the world. And, of course, nature, Gaia herself, is, is quite able to um, self-seed. She always has. She's always been able to bring more light energy into her radiance. And uh, it's something that, as human beings, we can learn so much from. So Hanuman is here to share the wisdom of what it is to be your own rainmaker. So no matter it's and it's beyond climate control, okay, the rainmaker is your 
vital life force within your water element. And here in Budai, we're all about the dance of the elements and, and the dance itself. You know, some of you who are yoga yogis who love to really go into your asanas within the eight limbs of yoga, and some of you are going really deep into the eight limbs of yoga. For us, it's the entire vital life force within the dance of the elements. And within that, for this body anyway, for me personally, is to I tend to dance things out. And um, with that, the body just knows how to move. And so this is the correlation where Hanuman wants to share with you all, or for those of you who are interested anyway, of how that rainmaker within you, because Hanuman is within you as, as well, um, as well as his own being as, as an entity and a, a beautiful radiance of light, in Shiva, um, one really wanted to create an awareness, really, because everyone has their own personal journey and their own personal understanding, which is always dissolving and resolving and then expanding and growing and self-seeding as you go along and, and being an allowance of that flow. But moment to moment, when you recognize and become your own rainmaker, you can actually bring the hydration of life into existence. And it's really potent. You know, one of the things we were doing, we were, we were here where we're vegetating because it's quite an arid uh, place where we are and it needed um, revegetating. And nature is guiding us. It's something that it's, it's guiding where a tree, you know, um, is planted out in or, you know, it, it decides what it requires. You know, the other day it said it needs more potash. <laughs> You know, it's really funny. And, of course, the birds are coming around and chirping. We've got the native bees and we've got the bees and we've got the butterflies. We've got the lady beetles and, and you know, then we've got the nature spirits. Oh, my goodness. We have so many nature spirits. But, hey, Hanuman's just saying keep on track. So, <laughs> rainmaker. So, what is a rainmaker? A rainmaker is that which creates the water element. And our bodies, as you know, require that. So let's go into the dance of the, being the rainmaker. So your body has the primordial intelligence, yet we always hinder it. You know, we always block it. We, we, we put these thought frames into our cellular structure and usually those thought frames are within a limitation. However, a rainmaker energy knows the infinity of becoming the hydration of life. And when you're the hydration of life, you're also the hydration of the world. In other words, rather than everyone getting on the bandwagon and go through scarcity and creating all this dire straits dilemma about climate change, Hanuman's here to present what it is to be in the resolution of being the rainmaker. There are so many ways you can address things like that, but to be in care of Gaia is to also resonate that you are Gaia herself. So as that, you are the rainmaker, and therefore you can create the hydration in this world. And for a lot of you who go, go into the head, which some of you just did, <laughs> um, that's all wonderful, um, Letting that go through the elongated breath really helps your hara come into sound awareness and back into alignment of being the hydration of existence. And this is a really amazing gift. It's a really amazing self-seeding of your wisdom. And this is what Hanuman's here to present. He's really adamant. I won't be going to bed until this is done. So in a very gentle way. 
but it's to really grasp the concept of this, even if you can't feel the resonance of it, just to grasp the possibility of it is huge. It's just, it's it's taking that leap of faith of, of yourself being connected as Gaia, as a cellular infrastructure within Gaia herself, in non-separation, which is really coming from the soundless to sound frequency vibration. And, you know, we, we embody soundless to sound frequency vibration. We have for a millennia, you know, we've moved through different forms, through existence for many, many existences. And uh, this is a, just a very different journey for us because we've literally just self-seeded to be, to be, to come and play with each other. You know, we just love coming together, you know, even as we're recording this, you know, we've got Pralati, we've got Lakshmi, we've got Sarasvati. <laughs> of course, you know, we've got Hanuman because he's guiding this podcast. Ganesh always, oh my God, always, MC Yogi, he loves you. So, you know, Janet Stone, he loves you. Shivaria, he loves you, all of you. Gosh, I think the last podcast, at the end of the podcast, he got all emotional and, and nearly burst into tears <laughs> because he's just a love muffin. You know, he just loves, he just loves connecting and his heart just pours out. So this too is the same with Hanuman. His embodied energy to help you when, if you're open to it, to really recognize your hydration. It's all about hydration and uh, becoming the rainmaker. Because, you know, for the dance, you know, indigenous cultures, we've got the Indian Navajo here. We've got, it's, it's a really spirited land where we're recording from. There are so many spirits here. It's just, it's, it, Lord Shiva said to me, it's like a gateway. It's a porthole for infinite energies to come through, share the wonderment of humanity, uh, and then shift wherever they are, you know, in, in the cosmic realms. And so it's beautiful for us. It's just a, a, a beautiful um, exchange. It's a beautiful expression of how energy just constantly moves through these portholes, through these gateways. And for those of you who are into quantum physics, oh my God, you would thrive here. It's just, it's just beautiful. And we feel very blessed uh, that we're here and sharing all of this because, gosh, it's, it's a heaven on earth, definitely, for us anyway. So, and there's more. I mean, of course, there's Omtara. There's, uh, gosh... Gautama's just popped in. Krishna's, oh my God, he and Krishna, Ganesh and Krishna have been playing all day. Um, you know, that's the thing. That there is such a beautiful team of energy because the thing about that frequency vibration, there's no ego. There's no, it's all about me. It's all about all. It, and it's, it's such a playful vibration. And... Uh, for me personally, oh my God, it's one party after another party. It's just, it's incredible. But also it's a learning experience because you're always growing with it. So with the Rainmaker, you know, the indigenous cultures, the Navajo, the American Indian, uh, at large, the different um, cultures within the, the um, uh, American Indian nation really because there's so many different tribes and and same with the indigenous aborigines but around the world the indigenous cultures always embodied 
the rainmaker. They always understood the dance. And because that's where we come from, and, and definitely I come from with Lord Ganesh and Lord Shiva, we're always dancing together. And it's actually then Hanuman comes in and has a dance, because then they all come in and we're all dancing around the fire. And then becoming the flame within the fire, but we're also the rainmaker because those two elements are symbiotic, ironically, but they are. And so the flow, when your body flows, it knows how to move naturally. So give it a go. Be brave. When I come to the land, you know, because I'm not always here, I just break out into a dance. It's just, I really love it. It's such a free-spirited nature that just uh, becomes my full resonance. And it's so liberating and it's... Um, yeah, it's just, it's heaven, it's exquisite. And, uh, but when you trust that your body knows the flow and how to move and you're not concerned about what it looks like or what moves you're making, um, you feel the vibration and you watch, you express the, the way the energies comes, come, come to you. It's just, it's just, it's beautiful. I don't know, there's no word really that can describe the feeling, but for those of you who have had glimpses of this experience, you'll know what we're saying. But those of you who haven't, it's there ready for you to experience whenever you're ready to let go and just allow. Because when you let your body move in the way it, it wants to, naturally, oh my God, the dance that you create is all about you in Gaia. And uh, those dance the elements through hydration and being the rainmaker. You create rain when it's needed. It, it's just beautiful. Not as a, oh, I need rain just for today because it suits me. No, we're not talking about that. But we're talking about the balance of nature. And uh, it's not about firing out at a human, another human being because we're all here to grow in some way and, and have fun and, and, and commune in, in whatever way. But... Um, it's about sharing and that sharing energy is just exquisite and that's why I love it here. I, I love being with all these beings because it's such a community and uh, it, it, it's so nurturing. It really nourishes and so with the rain, with the water element, it's so nourishing and it's so nurturing. When, especially when it's in harmony with the other elements. So this is what he wanted to share, <laughs> that brief insight. Um, but yeah, and also about the dance. Let your body move. There's so much about that. Um, you know, it's a yogic move as well um, beyond the asana. The asanas can be um, a dance of their own in postures, but this kind of dance is something where you literally let go. You let go and allow your body to become relaxed, um, especially when you allow the elongated breath to self-seed. It will naturally, whether you need to use the tools that you know already with pranayama or you're happy to just flow in that expression because as you let your body flow and let the muscles relax, your limbs will move in such a way that your, your spirit rises up and uh, you you literally raise your vibration. And that's something that we share often in the podcast and there's so much more coming your way if you're interested. We'll just be podcasting our little hearts out anyway um, because Ganesh just loves to talk. <laughs> he just loves to talk to everyone. 
any opportunity, he'll have have a conversation with you all. Uh, he's beautiful like that. He'll talk about anything really. There's no some no no topic too small or too big that he won't share with you because there's no judgment with greater or less than. It's all exquisite in his eyes, which is magic in itself. Such a blessing, such a boon. So rainmaker, so give it a go. Find your space, become your space, and let your body move. And sometimes it's a song. Sometimes we have a beautiful compilation from that we got from Spotify. And gosh, the music that's in this compilation is just beautiful. There's so many beautiful artists out there that are creating these great lyrics and songs and mantras in so many ways and just the tunes that come from that. But the vibrations are beautiful. And when there's a synergy within, within this, and you'll create your own compilation with the artists that you love, and uh, but it'll ignite something within you and your body will just move to it. But not only that, if you're using the mantras, then the beings will come and they're there to just be present. And uh, it's a wonderful expression of love, unconditional. It's heaven. So back to the rainmaker. So seated in the Muladhara, you'll find this pooling of energy, you know, and there's like a, there's a moistening of the Muladhara. And sometimes within that, you'll find a seed planting itself. And within that seed, you'll find it will grow. And just like um, I think Shivaria had said that the tree pose you know, has you know, in one of the things she says is that it, it's it's more than just a posture, which is so true. You know, you you embody the tree itself, and and Lord Shiva, when he taught me yoga, um, back in the day, in the origins of it, he, you know, it was beyond the words. God knows, I am so bad with my Sanskrit, <laughs> because words don't have that meaning to me in the same way, because it's. I'm so immersed in the soundlessness of things. But other, other, a lot of you may really love the words of things because that's where you connect. With me, it's, it's very much the presence itself and it's not the words so much. So whatever it is for you and you connect, it could, it'll be all-encompassing when you allow it to be so. And it's amazing how your body becomes limp but then fortified and strong just through energetic streams. So when Lord Shiva taught me yoga back in the day, and he still does remind me when I go off centre, very quick to remind me, um, that it's the flow. And, you know, I becoming nature itself, becoming the tree is so easy when you allow your energy just to be that, to be the flow. You flow from one form to another. And so bringing that back to what Ganesha is saying and Hanuman as well and Sarasvati with the wisdom and the, the knowledge of this is that pooling, that moistening in the Muladhara where you feel the seed uh, impregnate that area, uh, you know, which is cosmically done. Um, you get this this sapling grow, you know, this beautiful seed. You know, if you've ever planted a seed and you've watched it grow and it goes into a tube stock size, it's this is what's happening within the Muladhara. And then you can feel that sapling grow and then it rises through your body and the, it branches out through the limbs. So your arms become the limbs of the tree. 
and then your torso becomes the trunk of the tree and you can actually feel the presence and the fortification up through your whole body and that your face becomes the blooming flower you know or the bud wherever you're at in your life it's a beautiful it's a it's an exquisite flow and uh, you really then feel your essence as Gaia herself which brings us back to the rain men the rainmaker and so we keep cycling back because there's so many ways, there's so many tapestries of light creating as we speak within your solar plexus, within your sacral, within your heart center. And because we're all, we're very heart centered in what we do here in Buddha, in fact, we're all heart in everything we do, whether it's our products, which is all heart. So much so, we're very conscious. Everything that goes, those products actually are very conscious. They respond to their environment. So we're very careful actually with who we place them with you know we've got a beautiful apocryphy in a place called Swansea here in Australia in Sydney on the central coast and Nikki who is just the most beautiful herbalist and uh, Ayurvedic uh, uh, physician in her own way energetically and uh, you know it's this care that the care goes from the land to the energy that's created the product that then passes on to the person who has been drawn to that vessel but also those people that are then also stocking it because that duty of care that awareness that it's a vibrational energy within this product is really sacred and because we're old school we're so old school that we're very we've got a very strong indigenous background that, you know, that duty of care has to pass on. So it's not just about selling a product, far from it. It's about going, it's about the product finding a place that it feels comfortable with beyond the one who even made it. So it's a really interesting process. So I don't know, some of you might be in tune with that. I think one of you definitely is. And, uh, you know, because it's like crystals, they call you. And same with the, the products that we create here in Budai. They're very conscious and they, they, they choose who they go with because they're a living entity in their own right. It's fascinating, really. But since we come from a metaphysical uh, nature and a metaphysical science um, through quantum physics, um, it's, it's how we flow and it's how we create. And even, even the land where we're... We're growers as well, so we have a burgeoning olive grove where we'll be making the tinctures um, with an olive oil base that Lord Shiva is actually creating these tinctures. And uh, it's interesting how, you know, there's some newly planted ones and that have been maybe there about a year and they're already starting to fruit and I always thought that those quite young to fruit because I always think it's nice for them to be just that little bit stronger because some of them are only very small trees and you may but wonder what this got to do with the rainmaker but it's everything because where we're located it has very long dry periods and sometimes you know we're not here in in our physical form in the way that we are so they really have to um, resonate and cope with extreme conditions, you know, whether it's frost because it gets very ho heavy frost in this area, but also the dryness for spring because here in Australia it's spring and it's been a very 
you know, we've had very hot weather already, you know, in the mid-30s. So that's really hot, hot, hot for this time of year. And summer can be extremely hot and very little rain. So we've got these cluster of what we call an olive grove, um, which we'll be doing understory plantings of wildflowers when the time's right. But that's not yet. And some of them are only small trees and others are sort of a little bit bigger. But the smaller trees have started to fruit. And I remember saying to them, aren't you a little bit young <laughs> to fruit? Because your the main leader branch is only very thin, you know, like it's it's only very tiny. And, you know, its response was, I'm ripe. <laughs> that, that's what it said, you know. And here I am concerned because it just felt like, oh, gosh, you're, you're – you're, only very um, tender, you know. But it's funny because these these are the trees that are going to be creating the tinctures and uh, where we've got older trees on the block towards the back of the block that are, you know, much taller, very strong now. They've weathered so much in, in, in their own lifetime. You know, we have very strong winds here that really blow them around. But they're so strong and they're so aligned with their own intention it's beautiful it's amazing and they have the most beautiful language that they share with us and it's interesting because where we've got this little pavilion bathroom we've got an olive tree that's grown really tall and it's about to fruit actually and it's just covering the slider door which has got glass so you know there's not much privacy when you have a shower or a, or a go to the toilet actually and uh, you know it's in the time that we've had this done which is only a new part of part that's been built it's just become blooming and it's created a even in the time because I was a bit concerned that I was a bit exposed <laughs> when you know you're going through your daily motions and it just sort of blossomed out and then there's these calistamon trees near which is Oh, calistamons have the most beautiful flower. I mean, they're full of nectar and the birds just love them and the bees just buzz with them. You know, the, the, it's just exquisite. And they're really nice to drink. You know, if you soak a calistamon flower, um, being a native, it, it just you get all this nectar or you could suck it direct just like the birds do. Um, we tend to soak our flowers and then drink the nectar from that. But they're just about to flower and they've created this beautiful, just gentle privacy you know, which over time they'll thicken up. But this is all to do with the rainmaker because trees bring rain as well. And so as human beings, we are capable of being that rainmaker and working in a symbiosis in collaboration with here definitely on the blog, but also wherever you are, working with nature and focusing on that, um, coming from that state of abundance creates more abundance. You know, and for those of you who are into law of attraction, if you think of it like that, you're creating more of that abundance. So, so this is another way to look at things. But Gaia herself is very, very strong and it works on many, many sound frequency vibrations and so capable of aligning itself to an enriched environment. And as we, as human beings, are attuned to that, then we raise our vibe and connect with that and so we naturally start to seed uh, with nature and as nature intends us to. So that's what we wanted to share tonight. Hanuman is in an ecstatic state next to me. Um, Guru Hanuman. <laughs> he's just lovely. He's so he's such a gentle being. He's so gentle. Anyway, big hugs to you all. 
lots of love and light and uh, we really look forward to sharing with you in the next podcast namaste sweet dreams to you all talk to you soon